get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Adam Wainwright, who joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. It is Wednesdays with Wayno. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Morning, guys. How's it going? Everything's good here. Uh, we want to start with this. Your reaction last night to Jack Flaherty coming out of the game. Well, it's always hard to see a teammate come out, um, but especially a teammate as great as Jack is on and off the field, a great teammate, great competitor. He's a number one caliber starting pitcher. So, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, extra kind of hard to see that. I think that's why you saw a team that it took us about four or five innings to kind of wake up after that, like, oh, oh no, you know, like, golly, what? What just happened? Because we just got him back. We were all fired up to get Jack back, obviously. Um, but you know what? It's uh, unfortunately it's part of the game, and you gotta you gotta keep going. You gotta you gotta you gotta keep playing. You gotta keep competing. But it's 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 really hard, especially hard when you lose a a top flight competitor who's a you know championship caliber guy. So we're just hoping now that it's not serious when we get him back in a few days. Adam, that was some tough news that you guys absorbed yesterday, but the day started out great with some positive news that your brother, Yadier Molina, is coming back to the Cardinals next season on a one-year extension. What was your reaction when you heard that news, and does Yadier coming back next season perhaps influence your decision to return at all? <laughs> that was really exciting for Yadier. I was I was uh, fired up for him because I know he wanted that. You know, he, he uh, And he especially wanted to get it done quickly I think because you know if it wasn't going to happen he wanted to be able to say goodbye to the fans and how well they've treated him and and uh you know kind of pay his respects and and uh show some love there but I'm glad it worked out because he's a cardinal he would look so weird in another uniform it would just not look good not look right wouldn't be wouldn't make anybody feel good to see Yachty wearing a different uniform so um I'm glad he's back he's obviously a huge part of the reason why I've been successful my whole career and and uh, more than more than a teammate to me, so glad to have him back for sure. And what about the second part of the question? Yeah, what about your decision, Adam? Does that influence it at all? <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are sneaky. We have to try. <laughs> we have to try. <laughs> well, it, you know, you know, if Yachty had gone out and signed with some other team, it would have it would have made it. Um, not as easy to come back. I'll just say that. How about that? Okay. Good. Fair. Adam, you've talked about how you're a St. Louis Cardinal, and you're so proud of having spent your entire career wearing one uniform, and Yadi is going to do that. Did you realize that in Cardinal history, the only two Cardinal Hall of Famers that have never worn another jersey are Stan and Gibby? So Yadi will be the third that goes to the Hall of Fame and has never worn another jersey. Yeah, that's incredible. It, it's and it's 
You know, it's especially hard in today's game to do that. I mean, with just the way money is and the way businesses are run, it's it's really hard to stay with one franchise your entire career. Um, I'm so blessed to have been able to do that. But for Yachty, you know, we're going to see number four on the side of the wall out there, right next to number five and number six. And uh, and it's just it's just a, a great acknowledgement for a guy who's been a generational type player, one of the best catchers, if not the best defensive catcher of all time, one of the best catchers, period, of all time. And, uh, yeah, just I think it's – and who knows? We, we might have this same conversation about Yachty six years from now after his, you know, fifth year in a row signing back. Um, but I, I think it's just a it's a cool acknowledgement and a cool thing for Yachty to be able to say he's been with the Cardinals this long and and he's a Cardinal. I mean, you know, it's just that's the way it is. He's a Cardinal. Well, and so are you, Adam. You had another masterful performance on Sunday, and after the game, your manager Mike Schilt had a quote where he said that you're the club's modern day Gibson, which is saying something. He said that you expect to dominate just like Bob Gibson. You expect to go nine. You expect to go deep in a game. What do you think of when you hear your manager comparing you to Bob Gibson? Is that something that you can really wrap your head around? Uh, no, not really, because you know I think we all consider Bob. Mr. Gibson, the, the greatest competitor of all time, probably, and and uh, it's just big. It's you know, it's it's just big, big company, um, and it's a it's a standard that Mr. Gibson and some of our other Cardinal legends over the years have have just set this bar so high, uh, and and like everything that you know, I'm, I'm I when I go out and, and compete and pitch. <clears throat> I'll see it's inevitably sometimes every year somebody will be like, Hey, you're, you're doing great. You're like half as good as Bob Gibson. And I'm, I'm like, yeah. And that's, I appreciate that. That's a great compliment. Thank you. Cause that's half as good as Bob Gibson is like way better than a lot of people. So, um, he, he's, his greatness is like going to be unmatched as far as numbers go in our entire organization forever. No one's ever going to touch anything he's ever done. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool. Co- it's cool. Co- um, company for sure. It's, He's family. He's a cardinal. He was he was a a guy that I always loved talking with, and was blessed to be able to speak to him as many times as I did. Adam, you you mentioned where the bar is set for the Cardinals and fans because since 2000, this has been such a dominant franchise. But the expectations are so high that you guys can be in the playoff hunt three games back on the law side, a couple games back on the law side, a chance to make the playoffs, and people will say, oh, they suck. <laughs> so uh, how do you react to that? When uh, Some teams, m- most franchises, would love to be in the playoff hunt every year, but if you guys aren't in the NLCS in the World Series, then, oh, they suck. How do you, how do you react to that? Well, I mean, it's a standard set. It's, it's what our fans expect. It's what we expect, and our fans expectations drive us a lot of times. You know, it would be a real bummer if our fans just expected us to go out and play 500 or below every year. We, we like that pressure. We expect that. It's, that's part of being a, a part of a great organization. You know, I mean, the, the New York Yankees fan base, they expect the same thing. The St. Louis Cardinals expect the same thing. You know, when they see a team kind of floundering around that 500 mark, that's not good enough. They, this is a, this is a city built on championships in baseball. And, uh, I hope it always continues that way. It, it does now. It, it does add a little bit of pressure, no doubt about it. It makes it hard on front office and coaching staff for sure to uh, to be able to live up to those expectations. But it's part of the job, you know. Where would you rather be than in St. Louis 
a part of this organization, cheering for this organization. I, I just don't know if there's anywhere because it's it's built on it's built on superstar caliber players, superstar caliber teams, superstar caliber championship teams and World Series parades with a million people plus. I mean, it, that's what this city, you know, expects. I, I think back to the to the Stanley Cup playoffs a few years ago when when the Blues won. I think back to the uh, the PGA Championship that was at at the golf course here in St. Louis. I mean, the crowd there was like nothing any golfer had ever seen, you know. So um, I, I got a lot of golfers that live down in my same area, South Georgia, with me, and they were all like, "Dude, that golf course was great, but those fans were amazing. That was crazy." And I go, "Yeah, welcome, welcome to St. Louis, buddy." <laughs> that has to be cool for you when you get to watch some of your new teammates come to St. Louis for the first time and get to experience that. That has to be kind of special for you and Yachty, some guys who have been here a long time, Matt Carpenter, to sit back and watch their reaction to the way the fans appreciate them. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, last night we had Miguel Cabrera, who just hit his 500th home run. You know, Cardinal fans gave him a standing O. There's something special about that. I mean, that just doesn't happen in other parks. You know, you, you talk about go to another city and say, hey, Albert Pujols just hit his 400th home run. Everybody's like, well, yeah, no, he hit 200 against us. I don't want to hear that name anymore, you know. And that, there's no standing O there. So uh, just a really neat thing. Our fans appreciate they, – they appreciate greatness in all, at, all, at all levels when other teams – Make come in and make a diving play to save a, a run on inning. Our fans give them the standing O, you know, give them the, the clap. And and, uh, and uh, for a new player to come here, they're like, "Hey, why? They, what in the world?" And I'm like, "Dude, because they love, love, love the game of baseball, and they love it when it's played at its purest form with the effort shown. And they they're just great fans, man. They they want to see they're they're Cardinal fans, but beyond that, they're bigger baseball fans. I think so. Pretty neat." Adam, we're looking at the calendar here, and we're not going to get to talk to you again before your birthday, which is next Monday, so happy early birthday to you. Pretty big one coming up. Do you have any special plans, or is it just going to be another day for you? Hey, I'm turning 30. <laughs> um, well, we'll have a, we're having our, our team fancy football draft uh, a couple years later, or a couple days later, and I think our several of our teammates have already said we're, we're celebrating my birthday that night, so a couple of Kool-Aids, a couple of couple of popcorns and and uh some good hangout time we'll be all right it'll be great hey, a couple more things before we get to the draft uh, you've talked to us a lot about your uh, changing of your your physical approach over the last few years and with with your diet and with your workout and a guy you know al mckinnis uh, he would always tell young players hey i wish i would have done this when i was younger he, he started working out really hard when he was 29 30 and you got you got this physically fit when you were in your late 30s are you passing what you've done over the last few years along to the young players on the cardinals well so i've always been physically fit but i was just kind of i was bigger i, I got up to 250 pounds at one point i'm i'm about 235 236 now so i I've slimmed down a little bit. I've had to to lose a little bit of of muscle, a lot more fat than I lost muscle. But I had to lose a little bit of muscle too, just to to stay sharp and be able to move around quick. I do pass around some stuff, but there, you know, there's part of being a young player sometimes is getting big and strong and and getting under those weights, and and sometimes part of being an older player is 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 having lived that and been strong or whatever, got strong, but but also finding unique ways to to stay strong without getting under those heavy weights. As you get older. 
uh, Randy, as you you probably know, it's it's a little easier to keep that weight on. Yeah, it you is. know, it's a, <laughs> it's a little easier to keep that weight on, and it's a little easier to to keep your strength as long as you kind of keep things rolling. And uh, when you're when you're a youngster, when I was a youngster, especially. Man, there was no amount of pizza or or steak or anything that was going to give me one pound of fat. Now I got to watch that now because I'll end up with a with a with a boiler if I don't. Um, but uh, I, I'm able to maintain my strength without doing as much heavy stuff and doing kind of more unique exercises. So sometimes you see a guy who's young going through some injuries and stuff. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, there's there's other ways to get there without you know taxing your body like that and and you can bring in those those other uh routines and i, I gotta ask you something about what michelle talked about earlier in the show i don't know if you've seen this story but uh apparently in the super bowl that the falcons lost to the patriots they were up 21 nothing at half up 28 three and kevin alford one of their defensive backs told one of his new teammates with the cardinals that uh, who was on that Patriots team? Malcolm that, Butler. Malcolm Butler. He said, we started celebrating at halftime. He said, I was getting ready to pop a bottle of champagne at halftime when we were up 21 nothing. You're a competitor, and you've be, you've been in really great spots before, and you've come back from really bad spots before. So when you see the, that, that a competitor was, a, a team was celebrating before the job was finished, what do you think? Well, it's just one of the all-time biggest mistakes you can make as being a is 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 counting those chickens before they're hatched. You know, I mean, you just you cannot do it. And I'll guarantee you, on the other side, Tom Brady, the ultimate champion, was going, "This thing ain't over, boys. They think they already won it." You know, and and uh, if you've been through championship seasons, you've seen that. You've been a part of it. You've seen both sides of that. You know, you. There's been games where we've been way down. I think one time we were up eight nothing going into the ninth inning in, in uh, Colorado, and we lost like eleven to eight. Uh, you just can't ever. The game is not ever over until it's over. I mean, that's just the way it is. If you start getting ahead of yourself, you take one little bit of eye off of the the competition, one little bit of eye off of your preparation and the game plan. And the other team takes that one step forward, then that all of a sudden this great momentum happens, and uh oh, watch out now, here we come. And then that other team starts feeling, oh, oh, oh man, we're back in it, and it's that mojo, it's that, it's that, oh boy, uh huh, yeah, you, you're in it now. It's that little bit of attitude swing that can sway the whole game. And if you keep your foot down, you stomp your foot on their neck, as I like sometimes to say, not literally, but figuratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that is where in the first couple of minutes of that second half, if the if the Falcons had done that, then that game might have been over because the other team drops their head a little bit and goes, Oh man, no, they didn't give in at all. They're they're not they're these guys are they're still coming, you know, and and uh if you do that then it makes it real tough on the other team. Adam, Michelle, and I are looking forward to uh, playing some fantasy football with you. A little bit different format. We aren't going to have the typical draft this year. We're going to be on the RT Sports plat- fl- platform, but we want everybody to play. Austin Dean's going to be there. Tommy Edmonds going to be playing. You're going to be playing, and it's going to be a great year of fantasy football. And now that we're going to have a, a real season with a real training camp, it'll be a little easier to draft, I hope, this year, too. It it will be. We'll, we'll understand the process a little bit more. But and, and that was my first time doing daily fantasy last year. Um, but yeah, you know, the big news this morning: Sony Michelle 
left the Patriots and goes to the Rams. That guy's he's a former Georgia Bulldog, so I watched him a lot. He's very, very, very talented. You get him in the right system, he's going to be a great running back. So a big part of it is knowing who's going where and where when you know where they're ended up, what kind of offense they run. Those that's for the guys who want to win, but for other guys who just want to get in and compete and and uh, help out with good charity work that we're doing at Big League Impact, we'd love to have you too. So you can join in at bigleagueimpact.org. We'd love to have you. We're going to play a daily fantasy style. We're going to have – right now we have five leagues. We have myself, Austin Dean, Lars Newtbar, and we just got a new host to one of our leagues. Pat Maroon is going to join a league and host uh, a league of 12 people. So we, uh, we're we having a great time, man. We are, are uh, really excited about what we're doing and who we're going to help this year with our charity and – We'd love to have as many people come and play. Hey, you can play with a three-time NHL Stanley Cup champion if you want to, um, or, you know, maybe a two-time World Series champion. So (laughs) uh, we're going to have fun. We'd love to have as many people as once again in. That'll be great, and we once again advise people to go to bigleagueimpact.org. Wayno, have a great start against Pittsburgh. Enjoy today against the Tigers. We always appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy birthday to you, too. Thank you very much. Y'all want to say bye? Say bye. Bye. All right, see y'all. Have a great day. (laughs) That is the great Adam Wainwright joining us on Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN. He's as good as it gets. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.